Thank you. Arigato. The Your Own Pay Podcast Network. Inspiring, motivating, and educating entrepreneurs around the world. It's Demasi and Michael, just talking tech. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to the Demasi and Michael Just Talking Tech show. You can follow me on Twitter at Demasi, D-A-M-A-S-H-E, and Michael. I'm at Payon, P-A-Y-O-W-N. How you doing, Demasi? Hey, I'm doing great today, Mike. Today, folks, we're going to talk to you about a very important subject, and that is managing your phone calls for your business. Um, The services that we will be talking about are VOIP applications, and I want Mike to kind of give you guys a brief history of VoIP applications as they're known, and uh, we'll get into it. So, Mike, tell us kind of what VoIP is and and how, how people use it. Yeah, I'll give you a quick history of VOIP in the knowledge that I have of it. If you want to get more information, you can head on over to yourownpay.com slash DM10 and click on any of the links that we provide for you there to get access to the additional information. Before we get into the history, though, let me give you a quick explanation of what VOIP is. Some of us, those of us who were born before 1995, understand that there was a time when you would pick up the phone and you would hear this buzzing sound. You'd dial in the numbers or speak with the operator and tell them who you wanted to speak to, and they would connect your call or your call would be connected with some manual switching technology. That's how calls worked uh, for the longest time, and the original phone system was set up. If you want to learn more about that, we'll find I have a good book that I'll link to in the show notes that you can pick up on Amazon talking all about the rise of the phone industry in the United States. But in 1995, VOIP was introduced by a company that wanted to transmit voice over the internet because the internet was being used to transmit data. So why couldn't we transmit voice over the internet to someone else? It was mainly used to reduce the expenses of long distance calls uh, because back then I, you remember this demasi long distance calls back in the 90s 1010 oh, 288 <laughs> yes sir Oh, man. So it reduced the the cost of long distance. And uh, I didn't use VOIP back in the 90s. I was, uh, well, I was born in 88. So if that tells you anything, (laughs) I was still young in the 90s. Well, I'm still young now, too. Uh, But in early 2000, 2003, I think, a service almost every one of you have heard of, Skype, was introduced. And I started using Skype in 2004. I didn't realize that it was that new. And man, I'm, I'm one of the early pioneers of Skype and Twitter. I started my first Twitter account in 2008, side note. Anyways, um, and so uh, Skype was introduced in 2003. I've used it a little bit. And then uh, services like Yahoo Voice Calls was enabled. And now you can call anyone without using a phone number simply by touching their picture on Facebook. When you're making a voice or video call on Facebook, you're making a VOIP call. So, Demasi, what are some of the VOIP services you're using now? So, of course, I still use Skype. Skype is one of the uh, first programs I ever knew about that did this, and it has stuck around longer than most. Um, as you mentioned, a lot of people use Facebook Messenger without realizing that that is a VOIP call. But from a business standpoint, um, a, a great service to have that I like is Line2, and that's L-I-N-E. And that'll be in the show notes at yourownpay.com slash DM10. Uh, and what line two is, is 
basically it is a cloud version of the old PBX system. So you would, you know, if you worked in an office, you had an extension, people would call this number, get the switchboard, they would ask for extension 224, and then you would get transferred. And then eventually at some point in the early 2000s, maybe I'm not sure exactly when you started getting the automated system. So then you could just punch in your own numbers. Uh, you know, probably lost somebody a job there too. Uh, <laughs> that was handling the switching. Uh, but, Line 2, and there are other services like this, but Line 2 is a service that gives you all of that in the cloud. So you can start very simply and have just a, a phone number that is used to forward calls to different phones for you. Uh, gives you a separate voicemail box, gives you your own greetings. Uh, or you can step it up to their business level plan, which gives you uh, you know, the ability to have those extensions, you know, press one for this person, press two for this person with customized greetings, customized mailboxes. It really can balloon out into an entire system like we're used to for big office buildings, big companies. Uh, and you can have all this for, you know, roughly about 15 bucks a month, uh, minus any additional add ons that you want to have. You get your own phone number. It can be forwarded to mobile phone, mobile phones or uh, landlines. And it essentially is going to be your business number, your number that you give out for business purposes, which means when you're not working, you don't answer that phone. Uh, Mike, tell people about some of the problems that you can encounter if you don't have separate phone numbers for your business and personal life. I I read somewhere that if you're being interviewed, you should never say that's a great question. But Demasi, that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll give you a quick example of that. And then one other thing I was thinking about is uh, an additional example of VOIP. So an example of why you might not want to give your own personal cell phone out is twofold. Number one, I have a nine and 10 year old at home. And during the summer, I have a seven year old. Well, he'll be seven this summer. Next summer, he'll be eight, obviously. And when I, they are at home, if I go out with my date, you know, my wife, Shh, don't tell her. Don't tell her that I have another date. No, if I go out with my wife and we go to dinner and I take my cell phone, I obviously need to be able to be called if there's a problem with the kids. But I don't want to be interrupted that evening spending time with my wife because someone decided they wanted to call. They knew I wasn't working and leave a voicemail on my voicemail because I've done this myself. So the person would get it in the morning and hopefully... I would be the first person they would reply to, or that person would be the first person I would reply to. I don't want to get interrupted by that. So having the ability to control the timing of when you're receiving calls is great. The other thing that I love about having a second phone number, and admittedly, I'm guilty. I'm, I'm setting up a second phone number right now uh, for myself. I've been using my cell phone. Um, but the other thing that I love about the the additional phone number and the option of having an additional phone number is when you separate your personal calls from your business calls. You can determine how much time you spend on the phone for business calls versus personal calls. And it takes you a lot less to figure out, hey, I spent 13 hours this month on business calls and 10 hours on personal calls because you don't have to separate those. You can just look at the bills. So uh, those are the two main reasons I like separating them and uh, why you might want to separate them. Another example of VOIP while we're talking, Demasi, is Ringer. Ringer. Uh, and Ringer is what we're using to bring this show to you guys, uh, actually. We're using it. We're talking to each other over the internet. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. Michael is somewhere in the wilderness in Oregon. So, uh, yeah. There we go. We're still talking to each other over the internet. No phone calls. I don't think I've ever dialed Mike's phone number ever in life. 
Maybe once. Pro- probably not. And, and that's a good example because if you're sitting here listening and you're saying, well, I, I don't use Skype. I don't use Ringer. I don't use Facebook Messenger. All I use is FaceTime. There's another VOIP example. That is VOIP. And VOIP can be just voice calls uh, or it can include video calls. So all of these services that you are familiar with, Hangouts, uh, FaceTime, Facebook Messenger, Skype. Um, there, there's been several yeah. other in the past. Tango, I remember that one was a big one. Uh, <laughs> but as you said, you can't necessarily use FaceTime as your business phone, right? So you want to have a service, some type of service, whether it's Line 2, Google Voice, uh, that can be that business phone. Uh, there's the reasons that Michael mentioned. But also, uh, it gives you a more, again, we're going for a professional look. You are a business owner. You need to have a business phone number. Uh, so when that call comes in, that's important business. Maybe you're not necessarily in a position to answer it, but it's identified as a business call. So you don't pick it up with your kids yelling in the background and, you know, creating those those uh, perceptions by people that you don't have your stuff together. Rather, let them leave a voicemail. You deal with life and get back to the business when you're able to. Now, Demasi, that is a great example of uh, why you might want to separate the two. You mentioned Line 2, and I need to go check them out. Although, I've been, for the longest time, using a build-it-yourself system. So, VOIP is software. It's a combination of software and hardware that connects to each other over the internet so you can make phone calls. And you can connect that software and hardware to the traditional phone system. And if you're a nerd like myself, you can build your own VOIP systems, which is what I've done using cloud computing services. And uh, I've done what Line 2 does. The problem with that is I have the headache of managing all the security and updates and, and hassles of that. The advantage to that is I pay less and I control all of the aspects of my calls versus, well, as much as I can versus another company that handles all of the calls. So there are other solutions. If you don't want to use a third-party software as a service to manage your calls, if you're in the industry where maybe you're not comfortable with a, another company having access to all of your calls, um, definitely find someone who can help you build out that system or, or manage that and uh, let us know if you have any questions. I That's all I have on VOIP. What about you, Demasi? So that's pretty much all I have to say. That's a great point. That there are uh, other options out there besides the uh, hosted ones. You can self-host your own, run your own PBX. Uh, you do it or hire somebody to get it done for you, but you have that just that more control over your own system. Uh, either way, look into some way of having a business phone number that you give out separate from your personal number. That, I think, is the most important thing. Definitely. If you want to get more information about VOIP or the history of VOIP, head on over to yourownpay.com slash DM10 or reach out to Demasi or myself on Twitter. I'm at Payone and he's at Demasi. And we'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to Your Own Pay Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, visit yourownpay.com slash cast for exclusive content and to contact us today. We're eager to hear your thoughts and about how you're making this podcast your own. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon. The Your Own Pay Podcast, yourownpay.com.